Hi, hello, and welcome to Becoming Grown, a safe space for 20-somethings trying to figure their lives out. This week, it's all about emotions. How do we process them? How do we identify them? What what are we supposed to be feeling during this very complicated time? We're going to get into all of that today. So, let's get started. All right, let's talk emotions. As someone who constantly pushed my emotions down growing up, I didn't even know how to identify what it is that I was feeling. And I know that's so weird to to say, but growing up in the Bahamas in particular, where mental health isn't really talked about, it's not an issue that's discussed or even it's not even a priority they tell you to suck it up and probably go get something to drink and you'll be fine you know what I mean and that's not necessarily the healthy way of seeing things I didn't realize or I didn't properly start to assess and feel my emotions related to certain traumatic and and difficult experiences that I had in my life until I got to Orlando And I got myself settled. And that's such a hard pill to swallow. Because if you think about it, that's years of emotions that I didn't deal with all hitting me at one time. So I've been working on that. And I went through this long period of time where because I pushed my emotions down, not only because of where I grew up, but for the sake of others, my friends, my family, whatever, just so I can be that solid figure. The the person that everybody can rely on, the strong one. I shoved all of my emotions down and I put them in a little tiny box and I put that box in the way back of my head so I didn't have to deal with it. But looking back on it now, That wasn't a healthy way to live in the slightest. I am now dealing with all of these emotions that I should have dealt with at the the moment. And dealing with your emotions isn't a bad thing. And that's why I wanted to do this topic this week. I wanted to remind you that it's okay to take time to process what you're feeling and how you feel before you react to something. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. But let's go into how do we identify what we're feeling coming from somebody who has gone from feeling numb. And I just want to let you know that that's okay. I felt numb for years. I felt like I was just going through the motions and I was basically a tool or a doll that was just living through life, not really experiencing it taking in the moments of everyday life so if that's how you feel that's okay i'm certainly not gonna judge you for that because i've been there i've done that so here's how i learned to identify my emotions i because i i like to think that i'm extremely mature but i've developed this strong sense of emotional maturity recently Because of how I decided to handle my emotions. So let's get into that a little bit. I 
First, when I'm identifying my emotions, I go with the basics. The, the core emotions that we normally feel. So that's happiness, sadness, nervousness or anxiousness, anger, and we're going to say disgust. And then from there, I... Because it's, it's normal to feel more than one emotion at a time. Nobody expects you to just feel one thing. So you can go into more in-depth emotions. And what I like to do is there's this thing called an emotional wheel or an emotions wheel. And I'm going to post it on our social media platform so you can just take a look at it. But just you look at that and let's just say we like today. I am feeling happy, but I'm also feeling a little bit anxious. So then I would go up to the next level. And then if one of those words describing an emotion doesn't really hit it properly, I can go up to the next level. And then you see, you can describe the emotion that, you f- that you're feeling. That's a perfect tool to use, especially when you're an emotional novice. Like I am still. I like to call myself an emotional novice because I still have a lot to learn. And from there, you get into, okay, well, I know what I'm feeling. Well, what do I do from here? Now that you know what you're feeling, there are a few things that you can do to process your emotions. And then we'll get into, well, what, what do you do with them? To process what you're feeling and how you're feeling and why you need to do some reflection. What's going on in my surroundings that's making me feel this way? What have I done to aid in this situation? What has the people around me done to aid in this situation? Could, there, could that have been handled a little bit better? Just doing all of that reflection during that period of time... I like to journal, and that's just my personal way of doing it. Some people like to write, like me, or they like to be creative and draw. Some people, they like to talk about their emotions. I also like to do that. But this is the best way to clearly articulate what you're feeling, the situation that has caused a certain emotion, and then you can go back and reflect on that when we get to the next step. And that's, this is a great form of self-care as well because you're taking care of you and you're building up your emotional maturity. And that's such an important skill to have because going into, and I'm using air quotes here, the real world, you're going to get your feelings hurt. Things aren't going to always go your way. So you have to have the right tools in your tool belt to handle these big emotions and when I say big emotions I mean emotions that are too much sometimes or it just feels too heavy to bear and there's nothing wrong with feeling those big emotions and there's nothing wrong with giving yourself a grace period to feel these big emotions you're supposed to do that that's healthy And you need to take time to process your emotions fully. 
before getting into the next step, which is, well, what am I going to do about it? How am I going to use, one, what I have learned, meaning what emotion I'm feeling, two, how I feel about feeling this way or what caused this, three, we're now going into how we're going to respond and react. Personally, I like to just take a second and center myself, especially if I'm feeling anger or frustration. I like to just take a second, step back, catch my breath. Sometimes I give myself a good cry and then I come back and I clearly state what I'm feeling. Why do I feel this way? How the other person, if there's another person involved, how they made me feel in that situation and how I believe that I impacted that certain situation. Let me give you an example. Say I'm going to just use some fake people and I'm going to use my dog's names because they are the people who, they're my little babies. Let's just say that I just had a very long day at work and I come home and Riley, my my youngest, and this actually happens, this is a real scenario, it's not even fake, um, Riley, my youngest dog, she tore, like chewed through my last pair of shorts, she chewed through all of my shorts, but this was my very last pair. I had a long day. I was went to work, then I was studying, and I was just very tired, and I was emotionally spent from the day. So to come home and see that, I felt, I had to first process, think about what I felt. I felt anger, frustration, sadness, and then I had to process, okay, why am I feeling this way? Okay, because these emotions are feeling a little bit too big for this certain scenario. And I had to remember or to remind myself to never minimize what I feel. And this is a reminder to you to not do that as well. Don't minimize what you feel for anybody. But back on track. So I was trying to figure out, okay, why am I feeling this way? It was because I was tired. It was because I was in pain because my wisdom teeth are growing in again. It was because I was frustrated because I was my last pair. It was because I love her so much and for her to go and do that. And I know that with some people that might seem weird, but with how we treat our pets, they're like family. And believe it or not, Riley's a very expressive dog. And I know why she did it. She did it because she was angry that I left home. So that was her only way of expressing herself. And then I had, because I was feeling these big emotions, I needed a second. So I closed my door. I let her, I left her out in the common space. I closed my door and I just took a second to just feel everything that I was feeling because I didn't want to 
explode or explode on her. So I just took a second. I was like, Usa. And yes, I was still angry after that time, that process period, but it dulled my reaction, if that makes sense. Instead of being explosive, I was still angry, but it wasn't to an extreme. And that's just an example of going through all of the motions. Sometimes I like to call my mom so I can vocalize what I feel and then she can she's basically like my bounce board so she'll tell me okay Haley why are you feeling this way why why is it or why are you feeling it to this intensity or why is it so intense for you maybe you should be feeling a little bit more etc etc she she bounces that off of me sometimes and that's who I called when that situation happened And she validated my feelings. And sometimes that's what we need as well. We need somebody who's going to be like, no, your emotions don't minimize what you feel. You should take time to feel it. You have every right to feel the way that you do. And hearing that, especially from somebody who I look up to so much, that's what really made me It made it for me. It made the process easier. And that's what I wanted this episode to be. I wanted it to be uh, a way of you to try and understand your emotions. And to know that you're not alone. Because emotions are big. And they're scary. And they're messy. And they're complicated. But I want to help give you some tools to make it less scary. Less messy. And manageable. Well... That's all for this week. I'm so happy that you chose to listen to me again. And catch us next week. During this month of love, we're going to be talking all things relationships all month. So if you have anything that you want to hear, just let us know. And we'll catch you next week. Bye.